welcome back to episode seven of Polyegion Presents Training Continuum Anima. I want to be syndicated. That's it. No, right? I got know. it. Okay. I do kind of want to be syndicated. That'd be cool. <laughs> we can hope. I want those residual checks. Yeah. If wants to with, pay wanna, us to like keep be, airing this. I want to go I with not be belated. episodes of this, just to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they can just syndicate these 10 episodes. Or 10 just episodes just or over and over. Just watch them. Yeah, just put five Adderalls in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely thought you said five time. Adderalls. And I was like, how do you that, put five Adderalls in the middle of it? Add rolls, but the other yeah. option would be. Add, oh yeah, <laughs> science will find a way. Anyway, right, you guys ready to have some cyberpunk good times? <laughs> As you can see, we're really excited for what's about to come. But let's before we get into it, let's introduce everyone. Scott, take it away. Hi, my name is Scott Cuban. My pronouns are he, him. I'm a co-host of the Polyhedron podcast. I also run Simulacra Studios, an actual play uh, studio, which you can find on Twitch and YouTube at Simulacra TV. Awesome. Dixie. Oh, and I am playing Machno, the revolutionary yes. anarcho-syndicalist uh, curmudgeon. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and Dixie, take it away. Hi, I'm Dixie Cocker. My pronouns are she, her. I am playing Poppy Zed, who is a streamer who hates her family. I am here because I work for Onyx Path and I wrote a good chunk of Trinity Anima, which I'm very excited about. Um, yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Also, if you are listening to this and not watching it, you should be watching it because yeah. We look cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dixie <laughs> looks the coolest, so that's. What I don't know. Do. I don't have my eyes blanked out by a visor. Like, I feel yeah, like that's true. extra cool. Visor, yeah. Though. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> the, Scott's got the visor. But anyways, Ryan, what about you? Hi, I'm Ryan Joseph Spur. My pronouns are he/him. I'm also a co-host of the Polyhedron podcast, uh, and uh, nothing, and I don't do much else. Uh, so, yeah, I am playing Hamish. He is a spy for the Aeon Covenant. Yes, and I am Matthew Mouse. I am the uh, one of the co-hosts and producer of Polyhedron Podcast. I am playing Guy Benitti, uh, Dr. Guy Benitti, to be exact, a scientist and researcher for the Aeon Covenant. You know um, about the coat. Oh, what? And what? You know about the coat. Sorry. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> yes. Also, uh, I apologize. My pronouns are he, him, and a blast, but definitely, absolutely not least, Eddie. Hi, my name is Eddie Webb. My pronouns are he, him. Uh, I am one of the in-house developers on Xpath Publishing. I am the developer of Anity. Uh, An Anity. Anity. Trinima? Wow. <laughs> Trinima. Trinity. Trinity Continuum Anima. Ah, uh, yes. From one uh, of those side universes. Trinity Continuum Anima. Um, <laughs> and I am also running the game tonight. Uh, and so we are now moving into uh, chapter seven. So before we go into that, we'll do a recap previously on Anima. I want to be sedated. Uh, the characters uh, who are all agents of the Aeon Covenant uh, were given a mission by their contact named Connor Malone uh, to investigate disappearance of an Anima named Hel Castro. Uh, Hel Castro, whose uh, real name was Jaden Reed, uh, disappeared in the middle of exploring the Sand Sea uh, when they went to go into the uh, MMO that is persistent in this world to investigate. Um, they were stopped by a group known as the Shadows of Ending, which were a griefer guild. Uh, they decided to take their world, take their investigation into the real world, uh, look into uh, Jaden Reed um, after initially a very tense 
conflict. Uh, they found out that Jaden Reed was actually acting very weird. They were not themselves, very paranoid, um, and was also trying to stop Shadows of Ending, even though Shadows of Ending claimed that uh, Jaden had joined them. So uh, Jaden was taken to the Aeon Covenant um, and put, uh, and they gave an update to uh, Connor as well as uh, putting Jaden into the care of Dr. Adeline Calder Calderon. Calderon? I don't remember how I pronounced it. One of those. Um, <laughs> and, but in the process of that, um, Poppy's stream was announced to have been uh, sponsored by GUI Corp uh, through the announcement of Ruby Stedman. Uh, who worked for a small company called Immersion Entertainment. Uh, Poppy did not consent to this. Um, and so she contacted her lawyer, Gary LaCroix, uh, to make sure that this was shut down. Um, they also discovered there was an encoded stream of data that was coming off of Jaden, which had a, a strange coding that turned out to be uh, the kind of coding used by intelligence and integration, uh, which is an FSA espionage arm. They went into uh, Anima, or into Terra Surge to uh, talk to Shadows of Ending. And they found out the Shadows of Ending is actually trying to stop people from going to the flow. The reason why they're Griefers Guild, because weird things have been happening um, to uh, members of the guild named Cookie Knight and Cookie Cat and Time Knight uh, actually explained everything that happened to them, including what had happened with Jaden, um, where Jane was actually trying to go to that spot in the sea to become briefly invulnerable for 24 hours so that uh, they could then explore the flow where all of these strange things are happening. Mm -hmm. um, they had a raid planned in the next 18 hours um, to actually try to get as many of the player characters out of the flow as possible and hopefully disrupt what's actually happening there. Uh, the uh, Anon Covenant were a bit vague about how, how they would help out. They said, yeah, sure, we'll be there totally, pew, pew, pew. Um, but they decided to take their 18-hour break to resolve some real-world concerns, and that is where we ended up. I wish I had 18-hour breaks in real-life jobs that weren't, like, the weekend. <laughs> yeah, we call those the weekend. <laughs> it turns out in 2084, that is your weekend. You get 18 hours. That's it. Damn it. <laughs> Just 18 hours. I'm sure that's sleeping. <laughs> Gotta work. Hey, if you want to sleep in your 18 hours, that's your call. But <laughs> Otherwise, we have these lovely drugs. Right. Speaking of which, um, you have been up uh, all night. It has been a long day. All of this happened in the course of about eight hours, so you've been a pretty full day. Um, does anybody actually want to get some sleep? Yes. Uh, um, Amish will want to probably want I mean, to sleep. If you don't, complications are a fun thing we could explore. Absolutely. Uh, um, I think Machno, Machno is, is, has a, a couple, a one or two things on his list. He definitely feels the need for sleep but he, he kind of has an itch in his brain about some things that have been going on that he wants to square away before he hits the hay. Machno is, is concerned and surprised about something going on in the world. I'm shocked. <laughs> Paranoid. Mm -hmm. Paranoid. Mm -hmm. Okay, so everyone but Machno is going to get some sleep? I am going to get some sleep later. I'm going to make sure, because I have the gift, the late, late shift, so I don't sleep a lot. So I'm going to attempt to do more research or look into things so we can be better prepared for okay. to kind of streamline things. So why don't we just kind of do a montage over the next mm -hmm. 18 hours? Um, sure. uh, unless there's a compelling reason why you're not sleeping, we'll assume eight hours of sleep and then see roughly 10 hours of active time. However, you want to sure. organize that is up to y'all. Um, uh, so uh, let's start with Bakno. Since Bakno is the one with the itchy brain. What do you want to do during uh, your downtime? 
Well, I want to follow up with uh, with Connor and uh, the doctor who's working on Jaden uh, because, you know, they they isolated that signal and there's weird mm-hmm. stuff going on with the glass. So I kind of want to get hands on that situation to see if I can maybe pick at some scabs. Um, so as soon as they shut down the symbol, uh, a signal, um, I just can't talk today. Wow, that's going to be really rough for me running the game while I'm really speaking. Um, after they shut down the signal from Jaden, uh, Jaden goes unconscious. Uh, uh, they are out. Um, so they have moved Jaden to another part of the cupboard and it's kind of just sleep it off slash sell because um, they're not entirely sure what's going on with Jaden. Uh, but um, uh, Dr. Calderon says from a medical perspective, uh, uh, Jaden clearly has uh, a very heightened uh, aggression. Um, there's there's you know, a huge spike in their overall adrenaline levels. Uh, and their brain chemistry is a bit off, even for uh, how glass works. Glass actually does a really good job of regulating things like brain chemistry. And the fact that their brain chemistry is off is itself unusual. Uh, so um, Dr. Calderon is keeping an eye on uh, Jaden, but generally speaking, uh, not encouraging anyone really to kind of interrogate Jaden unless it's really, really vital. I will say I, I don't really want to talk to Jaden. I actually want to just examine his glass. Um, I, do you plan to cut their head open? It's an implant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or do you just, want to see what the information is on the glass? Yes, but I also have a, I have a knack with hardware. Um, I, I really, some of that information that we got from it really, I think we need to act quickly uh, to isolate certain things and get, uh, get whatever evidence we may, may get. Um, I really just need a little bit of time to check it out and see what we can get out of it. Um, so a lot of glass manipulation is, uh, it's not hard per se. Um, it does require a hardware connection. Um, there are monomolecular needles you can use to actually uh, in, insert in someone's neck to try to reprogram glass. Um, but it's not, a, it's not like a plug and it has mm-hmm. two information. What you do is you program that needle with certain instructions, inject the needle, and that updates the glass. Uh, I was playing, uh, mechanically speaking, I was planning on using the gift deep system scan. Um, right. So, so what you can do is uh, try to have in, in program a needle to inject into it. You basically just say, you know, give me a data stream dump kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and then what does deep system scan actually do mechanically? Uh, let me double check that. Uh, it, uh, your character must spend at least one some, a, a scene with the computer, and this time they can access any data that was ever on the device. This includes things like internet history or keystrokes. Key he also knows if files were deleted or can access corrupted files. Must spend inspiration to recover those lost files. The dice was tampered with by supernatural means. You may need to roll associated skill plus intellect with an appropriate complication by the set by the story guide. Um, so you're definitely going to have to make a roll. Okay. Um, uh, and you have to spend an uh, inspiration because it's a gift, correct? Will do, yeah. yeah. Um, so let's do it this way. Uh, it's going to be a technology role, obviously. Um, probably intellect, I'm guessing. Yeah, um, I mean, it is an Enigma's gift, so. Okay, then Enigma's, that's fine. Um, yeah, and then I will also spend an inspiration for um, my intellect gift, uh, which is... 
uh, where did that go? Acme of Unchallenged Reason that basically gets me a, uh, does it give me a scale or lower target number? I think scale. It gives me scale. Yeah, it gives me scale. Scale. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I will do that. Um, well, it's good because um, uh, this this device does have scale two complexity. All right then. Um, so we'll just say those cancel each other out. Fantastic. Love it. Straight roll. Um, uh, so difficulty. Uh, to, this, I'm assuming it's going to take up basically most of your free time. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, difficulty, we'll call it th three, because getting into the information and getting some kind of output is not itself inherently hard. Mm -hmm. um, and then there is going to be a complication of four of Oof. hidden files. Gotcha. And um, normally complications are binary. You buy it off or you don't. Mm -hmm. What's actually happening is there are four separate one-point complications, and each of those you buy off will give you more information. Gotcha. <laughs> so you could buy off a portion of the complication, but mechanically speaking, it's actually four plus one complications, just to make it clear. Uh, okay, that is five successes. Okay. Um, so you bought off the difficulty, and you could buy off two of the four complications. Will do. Um, a lot of the information is the kind of stuff you've jailbroken, you've jailbroken your glasses. It's the kind of stuff oh, yeah. you've seen mm -hmm. in the glass before. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some really personal data stuff um, that you're just kind of skimming to see if it's valuable and moving on, you know, because I'm assuming you're not here to find yeah, it. I'm looking for the smoking gun, basically. Right. Um, so you kind of skim through the, the OS, as it were, uh, the, the basic operating systems. And there's a huge chunk of data that doesn't seem to go anywhere or do anything, but it's taking up a ton of space. Uh, so that's like, okay, that's probably where you're gonna find it. Uh, so the first complication, you actually managed to uh, decrypt that. Um, the coding is nothing you've seen before. Uh, it's not II, it's, uh, um, it's not even TerraSearch code. It, it, it's, it's, it's definitely heavily encoded um, and it's massive, but um, you can't really, you don't, you don't recognize the, the footers or the connections. Mm -hmm. um, so you dig through all that, you manage to decrypt that, and it takes a chunk of the day, frankly. Uh, and then you start digging through those files, and they're game files, which is odd. Uh, uh, you're seeing things like inventory screens and NPC reactions and uh, NPC AI. Uh, not AI as in a fully autonomous artificial mm -hmm. intelligence, but rather when a character attacks, you attack back and yeah. using these skills, kind game, of AI. Game logic AI. Script, yeah. Um, and so you kind of take a, a step back as you look through this and, and the way the data is encoded and the way it connects up to other parts of it, it's almost like someone downloaded a video game character logic into a person Oof. and that person is trying to implement those commands. That's rough. As Machno's puzzling over yeah. that, let's Yikes. turn to Dr. Benini. Yeah. All right. Um, well, uh, he that was kind of the stuff, some of the stuff that Dr. Benini was going to do as well, look over the files and look over the results that uh, his associate. If you want, you can then make the same roll, um, mm -hmm. and then uh, there's only two complications left. Mm -hmm. Okay. You try to buy those off. You sure. difficulty's still three. Yeah. Yeah. Machno will, will be free with the information that he gets. Sure. Yeah, he will you happily can work help. together. Yeah, together. However, I'm it is a higher scale a than me. He is a higher scale than me because I don't have that gift. Yes, but you're all working together, um, and so I'm going to say that Machno's able to kind of offset that scale for you too. Okay, 
So enigmas. Um, I will do scientific method, which helps me. Skill trick. So that's five dice. And then another three. And then another three. I gotta roll one more die. That's one, two, three, four, five. I got to re-roll that one. Nice. High quality okay. audio. Five. Five sessions. Okay. So um, if I have to have quality, if I have to have two applications, um, uh, basically, I'm going to say, narratively speaking, um, you and Mako kind of uh, divide the workload in terms of actually breaking the encryption. Sure. Um, but then it's the, okay, cool, you take this half of the files, take this half of the files. Uh, uh, so you get all the stuff that I just mentioned to Mako. Mm -hmm. um, and then the two of you also together find more information as you dig in now that you're working together. Um, the first is that uh, this information was not downloaded, i.e. Jaden intentionally brought this data into their class. It was uploaded, i.e. someone intentionally put this data into Jaden's class. And the other piece of information is that as you're digging through, you realize that fact, um, all of this relates to specifically as if Jaden were programmed to be one of the new Jahat NPCs that are introduced in Terra Search. And in fact, all indications of the code looks like a Jahat character managed to upload itself into Jaden's class. The camera turns to Hamish. <laughs> Quiet, quietly sleeping on the on the office couch. <laughs> the camera turns to Poppy. <laughs> cut, what does cut. Hamish have to say? Please don't tell me about the mind control. I just imagine like you know, furious hacking, furious hacking. Cut to Hamish. Peter <laughs> <laughs> you know, is cleaning a pistol. I mean. <laughs> Cut to Poppy Z montage of her having gone home, done her skincare routine, taken a shower, uh, put on some silk pajamas, gone to bed in her very luxurious apartment. Um, gotten up, done her skincare routine, <laughs> fixed her hair, changed her headband, changed her clothes. Um, as you are in the process of finishing up, uh, there's a, a knock at your apartment door. I check whatever kind of camera system. Yeah, I there's have a camera there. Um, and you see a, a woman standing outside. Um, she has uh, long dark hair, uh, glasses. She has kind of a, an orange fluffy cap and an orange kind of light sweater. Uh, on um and underneath of it uh, your camera has merely recognized her as ruby steadman um and as the uh camera of the tv show kind of zooms in ruby steadman the letters kind of flip and change and then we see uh, chapter seven complete control mm. uh, can i go out the back <laughs> um what kind of apartment do you have? Is it I like don't a townhome? Is it it's a, a really nice floor? apartment. Uh, yeah, I picture it more as like a penthousey type thing. I do have a really high wealth. Then, then let's let's say yeah, you probably have a back door. Yeah, because I have. What do I have? I have wealth two, which is like pretty good for drinking. Yeah, I mean you're not like super rich, but you probably have like uh, I'll say like you know half of a high rise apartment floor. Sure, sure. I have I have, I have assets. Right, so you probably um, have it yeah, way back out. So yeah, you can get, you can, let's say you can get out without necessarily going through that door. Okay, so in that case, I am going to go out to get on my hover cycle because I gave myself one because of course I did, and <laughs> go straight to my lawyer's office. Okay. Now that it's morning or late mid afternoon, I don't know what time it's supposed to be. Yeah, let's say it's afternoon. Okay. So I will head over there 
because now this lady's stalking me and it's creepy and she knows where i live and i don't like that um uh so uh your lawyer is in the nicer part of town um um it is uh one of the uh, night bar uh, barnaby downs where the edge uncovered also is um and you know, middle of the day it's a weekday so you easily uh get your your way up to uh his office um and so you walk up to the office door and you see there's a, a plaque on the door it says uh garrett the croy and you knock on the door go in um and he's sitting behind a desk uh there's kind of a floating uh screen in front of him which as soon as he sees you he swipes it away and is like you know uh, miss uh Zavruka, please come in hi gary so have, have you had a chance to look over <laughs> all the stuff yet because that ruby Sedman lady just showed up at my apartment she did yeah didn't ask for that didn't give her my address still don't know her hmm. um well, I, I, I had some success. Uh, I certainly got the um, message taken down. Um, we put out a counter statement uh, saying that was released in error um, and that you, your, your um, sponsorship is still available and open, but uh, we're not going to be sponsored by uh, GUI Corp and the like. Um, GUI Corp has also put out a statement saying uh, that um, they, they regret you know, the, the, the error, although they would love to work with you in the future, the usual kind of rattling of sabers as you will in this right. sphere um and then uh i have been a i have been asked to, to drop the case um your parents have uh, asked me to that basically implied this was resolved and therefore no longer need to be involved um i said that i would get back to them after i'd spoken to you okay so who do i get to about stalking because um, does not need to be at my apartment well, um, uh, obviously, that is, is a huge concern. Um, uh, I'll definitely uh, put in a call to uh, IX security uh, wow. and make sure that uh, they keep her away from you. Yeah, like how did she even get in my building? Like this is this is important important information. That is that is definitely definitely concerning. Um, uh, which, that, but that does lead me to the other kind of bad news I have about oh, good uh, bad news, Devin. Go ahead. Um, I, I did do some research into her as a person, and okay. uh, I, I'm, I'm happy to send you the file I have on her. Please do. So um, he makes a motion, and a, a file holder kind of pops up in midair, and he does mm -hmm. a flicking motion, and he downs the phone. Um, and you see that her name is Ruby Steadman. Uh, she works for Merge Entertainment. You see a picture of her, and that is it. So you know what I know. I, I cannot find any information on her in Cascade. I've looked in... Uh, pre-war databases. Um, I, I can't find anything about her. Oh, good. So a non-person is stalking me. Great. She doesn't um, even have an She ID. appears to be a first-class citizen according to Cascade Records, but other than that, I don't know anything about her. How did she become a first-class citizen without giving up all of that information? That is an excellent question. My suggestion to you is if you have a chance to perhaps take a vacation somewhere else for a few days, that might be a good idea. Oh, like the irradiated wastelands? Um, uh, with a woman of your wealth and capacity, I'm sure, can find someplace else in the world that's not Cascade for a few days to, I'm sure your friend's online, you can hang out with you, you can go to Luna if you needed to. That could be fun, actually. I'll think about it. Thanks, Gary. Sorry. Sorry, I couldn't be more help. It's all right. You're a real one. And then she will... Uh, Go back to Aeon offices. 
because okay. she feels like at least for right now she should be with everybody else doing the mission. <clears throat> so um, go back to um, the Aeon offices, uh, Floyd Blake. Uh, you, you start to step in. Um, the, the camera cuts to uh, uh, Guy and Machno, you know, sharing information. You know, they have a big. A uh, glowing computer board as they're drawing connections and notes, and you know, and a, you know, see Jihad circled three times. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you've got like the lines, and he keeps like erasing the lines and then like arcing them over, and then right. you like go back and correct it. <laughs> um, Hamish, were we, uh, able to, sorry, were we able to uncover anything specifically about the like why he was beaming to II or what anything about that? No, no, no. shit. Um, the only thing you tell is that code was coming from this Jihad subroutine. Okay. So it was inside. Uh, okay. Um, so so uh, something in the subroutine created that data stream and sent it with that coding. Um, we cut to uh, Hamish, uh, who is just waking up. Um, Probably starts you, awake, confused as hell as to where he is. Right. Uh, then, um, you, you know, you put your gun together, kind of half awake. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you decided that you made it's time to go find the rest of your team. You wander in the hallway. Um, you see uh, one of the janitors uh, pushing a cart by. Um, and then you realize you've never seen this janitor before. <laughs> so he's doing the, the, the kind of the like sleepy, sleepy walking by. And then he notices that he just kind of like straightens up and just, like turns and now uh well now this person's going to be shadowed a little bit because and they're not going to know it <laughs> um let's go ahead and make a uh larceny and dexterity roll yeah. and the other and then and we're just going to compare successes to uh, the, the janitor will also roll to see if they notice you which one do I spend if I want to re-roll stuff? Um, yeah. That is your, um, we do have uh, Rather than botch my first roll of the, the yeah, day. Yeah, you can spend momentum. Uh, you yeah, have, we have momentum of four right now. Okay. That gives you more dice. Right, like, it doesn't want to call you to, it doesn't like to re-roll, but it gives you more dice to roll. Fair enough. You can spend them one at a time. All right, well, let's, uh, let's spend one of them momentums there. <laughs> There we go. All right, two successes. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, the 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 blah, uh, the janitor kind of walk along the hallway, um, stop into the bathroom, uh, and uh, let's about to clean the bathroom. And you decide uh, this is time to kind of sneak into the bathroom. Basically, like the door, like the door kind of like flips open, flips open again. You kind of slide between the door, flips. Um, and then it, these, these bathrooms are pretty big. Uh, uh, there's like lots of stalls, lots of because sometimes uh, the uncovered has lots of people coming through, um, and, and they need to have extra space. So you're able to go in there and actually find a stall to hide in um, while the janitor's cleaning, and you can kind of peek between the door and the wall. Yeah, I've got my. I'm squatting like like in a pop to squat, like with my feet on the toilet mm -hmm. seat, just kind of. Right. And so for like a few seconds, so it looks like normal cleaning. Um, and then the janitor kind of goes out of your range of sight for a second. And then you hear the door lock click. I see. 
I would. It's like, well, made is made, I suppose. And he puts his glasses in his pocket. <laughs> and he'll uh, just very, very calmly step out of the step out of the stall. Um, the janitor um, has uh, basically. Um, it's kind of like rubbing his eyes with his palms of his hands. As he pulls them away, you can see that um, uh, he's actually taken a contact out of his eye, and so one of his eyes are cybernetic. And um, he cracks his knuckles. He picked a really, really weird place to do this, but okay. <laughs> uh, so let's go ahead and roll initiative. All right, initiative. This is one of them that are Jason Bourne fights. Oh uh, yeah. Actually, I was thinking of like the last Mission Impossible where oh. Superman uh, loads his arms. Superman's in Mission Impossible? Yeah. Like one of the last ones. What? You mean the actor that played Superman? Yes, yes. Henry Cavill. <laughs> Couldn't remember the name of the actor. That makes more sense. Okay. So, Mission Impossible got really weird, let me tell you. <laughs> I've never seen a Mission Impossible movie, so I was like, is there a DC crossover? In the, Mission the first Impossible one's pretty universe? good, but I didn't remember <laughs> yeah. a DC crossover. Yeah, I was really confused. Uh, Henry Cavill, yeah, in Henry, yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yes, Impossible right, yes. Henry yeah, Cavill. He does kind of, Henry yeah. Cavill. 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 <laughs> All right, I got two successes. Okay. Um, the janitor has three. Oh, shit. Um, and what we're going to do is... Um, uh, so... The general will go, then you'll go, uh, and then I'm assuming you're sending some message to the rest of your team. Yeah. So then they can tell me how they're going to get to the scene. You won't be able to show up in the scene in the first round, obviously, but sure. Um, so yeah, we'll see how this first round goes. The noise might be enough. Uh, so um, uh, you hear a kind of a almost a, a slight worrying sound as a fist kind of arcs towards your face. Oh, he's got the detacho fist, the, the bastard. Uh, I'm drawing lots of tens today. Wow. Um, and the fist can't, uh, uh, you, tr you try to duck, but it's just a little too fast for you. It, it, it's almost unusually fast. Uh, not quite inhumanly fast, but certainly faster than you expect just a normal janitor to be. Okay. Um, and the fist uh, uh, cracks across your face and you take one bruised level of damage. Oh, really? Do I know? Oh, I don't get to roll defense? Oh, yeah, sorry, you do throw that. Apologies. Because my defense is actually quite good this time. It I'm sorry, I, I, I'm old rules. I occasionally get those mixed up. No, nope, right. it is. A, my defense is a six, so I'm pretty sure he ain't. Never mind, then. Never mind. He ain't <laughs> doing that. Uh, um, so, no, you actually do manage to duck out of the way. Not like, um, but he's definitely um, faster than you're expecting and usual. So, it's going to be a little harder to hit him than you would normally think. Sure. Uh, does his fist go back to him when I, when he misses with it? No, I mean, it's not like it's detaching. It's just he's swinging. Oh, 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 oh. He actually got close enough to swing. I didn't, right. sorry, when you described the space, I thought there was more room between us, but if we're- No, no, that's what, that's what I meant by saying he's so fast. Like, he just keep, he- Ah, he closed he, the distance. He closed the distance very quickly, and then suddenly there's a fist right, right in front of your wrist. Oh, gotcha. So I'll catch that fist and flick my wrist blade and just try to, uh, well, give him the old, the old shankaroo. Okay. That's not where that die goes. <laughs> All right, so one success plus the three enhancement from my ridiculous arm is four successes. He uh, has exactly four defense, so. I, so does beating that allow me to yes. do a cause injury? 
Yes, because um, you, you bought off difficulty, which allows you to buy stunts and inflict injury is zero cost stunt. So. All right, I will inflict injury on him. Okay. So my, knife, my wrist knife flicks out and he gets a cut across the stomach. And at um, that point, I'm just like, <laughs> West Side Bathroom, scuffle, <laughs> scuffle. <laughs> so I imagine there's little knife smells. emojis. <laughs> knife, knife, I imagine knife. in in the research room, uh, the the argument slash discussion dis, uh, discussion uh, at Machno at least is is borderline incomprehensible at this point, just through a like exhaustion and frustration. <laughs> but he is not giving any ground, and then like the little emojis pop up on the screen, and it's just like all the tension drops, and he just like gun out of holster, go go go. Yeah. Poppy had like just walked in with like four coffees on like a little tray. Mm. Like, hey, oh, thanks for the coffee as we, we, we go out the <laughs> go out the way you came in. Yeah, she's like puts the like last two down on the table and follows everybody. Yep. Um and as Poppy makes her way up, um security guards are starting to scramble as well, uh Aeon security guards. Um and similarly with Guy and Magno, um you see a couple of, of Men in nice suits wear, holding guns and women um, you know, coming after you. So, so AN security is all starting to scramble. I'm not going to lie for a second there. I thought that West Side Bathroom Scuffle was like a cool new track that I should be listening to. West Side Scuffle. I just, yeah, I was thinking, what, now I'm just thinking of the sharks, the jets with like, guns. <laughs> okay, um, the janitor is going to go next. Go again. Keep it cool. Um, he's not happy the fact that you cut him open. Um, so well, maybe you shouldn't have been a dick. Yeah, he, he's pretty pretty unhappy with that. <laughs> Definitely um, you escalated, but that's okay. Uh, he's gonna try to kick your kneecap. Ooh. <laughs> Jokes One, on you. Two, I don't have a kneecap. <laughs> it's all metal, baby. He just he just walks like this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with his enhancements, uh, he gets eight successes. Uh oh. So you can roll your defense. Oh, let me roll my defense. I have the minimum defensive two, but because I'm a moving target. But other than that, yeah, I ain't that great. Oh dear, uh, my defense is two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Uh, so um, he's going to inflict uh, a bruise on you, um, which is you know, wrecked uh, kneecap. So you're going to be penalties for like using your leg. Um. And for the other successes, um, he's going to knock you prone. And uh, and basically put up put one of a set of handcuffs on you. Not quite enough successes for two. Did he get so basically, he's managed to kick you in the knee, drop you to the ground, and he's basically you know flipped over behind you. Has pulled one arm back and he's got a handcuff on when it comes to your turn. Okay, which uh, which uh, wrist is the knife wrist cuffed or is it not nice? Not, not knife wrist because knife wrist is cool. Very scary. Got it. Yeah. So so <laughs> so so, his, so your flesh and blood wrist is now cuffed. All right, so I'm going to roll close combat because that's what I'm attempting to do. But I'm I'm going to try to mess with his momentum a little bit because he's obviously standing behind me with a tether to me. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm going to just grab it with the cybernetic arm and pull forward. Okay. Thank goodness for tens. All right, that will be f uh, four successes. Glad that again, yeah, you just managed to beat his defense. Um, so you're um, you kind of you hear a popping out of his uh, uh, his shoulder as you pull the arm forward and yank it forward. 
Um, and he's a little off balance, uh, but he, he, you're still prone on the ground. So it's, you're going to have to kind of work your way. Uh, what part of the action, like if I wanted to activate a gift, do I have to like sacrifice an action to it? Or Depends it, on the gift. Well, I have that, the, the one that makes him monologue at me. And I would love to use that. Okay, sure. I, yeah. Okay. I'm going to activate the gift is like, you tell me why, why you're here. And I promise I won't keep it as I'm like holding his arm very tightly. What's the, what's the name of the gift? Uh, but before I die. But before I die. Inspiration spent. Um, actually, as I'm looking up, do you happen to know what the rules over there? That might be faster. Right. Yeah. Let me reread it to you. Uh, the, uh, the character provokes someone to a monologue about their plans or anything really buying time. They spend their next action monologuing instead of doing anything else. And if they're a, um, if they're a source user, they can resist me with a, uh, uh, there's a resistance. So if they're a source user, I need to roll against them. Um, technically, because he uses cybernetics, he is a source user, but I'm going to let it go. Um, okay. So next turn, top of the round, he'll monologue at you instead. Sure. Um, as that happens, um, you get a, uh, another message uh, from Connor um, that says uh, Jaden Cell. Like all of us get the message? Yeah. Oh, uh oh. Oh. The fan. So, do you want to continue to go towards the bathroom or does any of you want to turn and go towards Jaden's cell? I'm going to uh, be going towards Jaden's cell. Uh, yeah. I'm going to, no, I'm going to go help. Um, if he's going to break off, I'm going to mm-hmm. go towards, um, uh, Hamish. Hamish. I'll, I'll just open. I, I would probably at that point, if I saw that open community, I'd be like, one backup's fine. Go to see, go help Jaden. Uh, yeah, I will also go help Jaden. Okay. I'm not like a fighter, really. So maybe I can do something Terra Surgy there. Fair enough. Um, so um, <laughs> everyone's kind of going to their respective scenes. Um, next round, you'll be at their respective scenes. And we'll, yeah. and what we'll do is we'll um, uh, just kind of cut the, the scene in half so we have Jaden and then uh, yeah, the janitor cool. scene. Yep. Um, but we'll do the top half for the janitor scene um, as guys bursting in. Um, the janitor is uh, trying and struggling to get the other handcuff on, uh, and it's like, and starts explaining, um, yeah, you, you fools! I can't believe how easy it is to infiltrate and society. Uh, the eyes have had wanting to get in part of this group for a long time. We knew you were up to something, and once uh, we once we kill that upstart, then you, you'll no longer be a thorn in our side. Ooh, uh, there was a whirring sound as as his his. Uh, braced like specially braced legs, like cyber kicked the door open. Uh, okay. That's kind of how we did because she said he locked the door, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah, so he does that, and uh, I'm just okay. gonna is. Are we, am I gonna roll initiative now? Uh, no, um, uh, you've already rolled initiative, so but uh, a player character can go now. Um, so it's either you or Hamish. Do you want me to go? Yeah, come on in, bro. Yeah. Um, actually, fun. he just he kicks in the door and then he just puts his gloved hand on the back of this dude, and because it's a it's a it's a taser glove. Oh, okay. What does that do? Um, it is plus three enhancement. It has reach, stun, grapple, and it can be worn. I made it myself. <laughs> I made it myself. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Because I suck at combat. I will give myself. Because I've seen many, many diagrams about how martial arts should work, uh, I will... Read uh, the scrolls, eh? 
Yeah, I have. I'll give myself instant expert, which gives me plus two enhancement if I have no dots in a skill. I just, I just figured you had seen like Legend of Korra. You were like, Asami's gloves are cool. Yeah, they're Austin and Bulger Nurse. Yep. I'm a light my might and hopefully I roll because that's three dice. Yes, I got a success. Yes, one success, but with all my enhancement. That is a grand total of six successes. Okay. Um, and you're trying to damage as well as done? Uh, let me look, but I think yes. Because no. because uh, the stun gives a stun condition, right? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm assuming I'm nominally I'm just going to stun him, but uh, and probably just give if I just stun him and give him a whole bunch of complications, I'm sure Hamish can finish him off. Well, I'm saying because if you just punch him, you can just also just do a, okay. do a point of damage. Okay, I'll do a point of damage. Yeah. Um, so uh, you basically reach forward um, and you're like, ah, you kind of jab your hand in, um, yeah. you hit a nerve spot, um, and the whole body goes rigid. Uh, and you also hear a cracking sounds. It's clavicle kind of cracks. I'm oh, glad I'm shielded. Um, so now <laughs> it's condition, which means he has to buy that off if he wants to take an action. Yep. Hamish. Good old, good All right. Old teaser glove. And so you do get the free usage of one of your skill tricks per uh, per scene or per session. Per session. Per scene. Well, per session. Se- yeah. Well, for our purposes, it's, it's functionally the same. <laughs> We're doing very uh, fast sessions. Uh, yeah. Hmm. How's how's it, does he look pretty beat up at this point? Um. Yeah. He's 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 bleeding. You heard some bones cracking. He he's not in great shape, but he's All still right. fighting. All right. I'm not going to shoot him then. That might we might need more. There might be more. So I'm just gonna just <laughs> since he's kind of locked up and stunned, I'll uh, kind of stand up and just whirl around and. Deck him in the face. Okay. Well, that was a spicy one. What was spicy? Well, don't, you know, don't get mad at me, Dice. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. All right. So that's six successes. Okay. Um, that's easily enough to do inflict damage. Anything oh, else yeah. you want to do with your two bonus successes? Yeah. Let me take a quick look. I'll probably just knock him down because I'm pretty sure that's uh, he doesn't look to be armed. With I mean, prone. Arms. I'm pretty sure is it's like one success. So, yeah. Ryan is checking on what is available to him. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you want to do? And we'll just see if it's worth two points just to make things move along a little bit. Works for me. Let's go. <laughs> um, so you knock him down. Is there anything else you want to do? Or so, yeah, as I just basically stood up, wheeled around, and punched him in the face. Really, okay. really hard. Yeah, knock so, yeah, down his um, trip is one success. Basically, uh, you slide out from between his legs and just clock him. Um, he falls to his knees. Um, he's on the ground, kind of like on all fours, panting. He's not unconscious, um, but he's still, you know, gyrating because of the electricity. So he's not in great shape. Um, then we cut over to um, Makno and Poppy, who just by sheer coincidence, um, managed to show up at the same time along with a couple of uh, uh, Aeon guards. Well, I was uh, right behind Makno, so I figured if he turned and went the opposite direction, I just like spun on the spot, you know, right, at the same good. time. Totally. Um, 
uh, and, and you go to the, the space that um, Jaden was being held in, uh, and you see two more janitors have broken into the space. Um, one of them has Jaden uh, in front of him with a gun to Jaden's head, uh, and the other one has um, uh, taken his glove off of his fist. And you see the fist is entirely made of metal and looks like there are pistons underneath of it. And uh, they look like they're about to do something, but that is their, we'll just say that was their action, was mm -hmm. getting into that situation. Sure. Um, and the guards will support any actions each of you do. So uh, consider yourselves to have a plus two enhancement, any kind of appropriate actions that guards will be able to help you with. Okay. Um, Can I start with this? Sure, do it. I'm, I'm not Marshall, but I do have a lot of command. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so Poppy's literally just going to chance to be like, like whoa, whoa. Drop the gun. I'm going to spend a momentum to use my skill trick, motivational speaker, where I can add command to persuasion rolls. Oh, nice. Uh, and I'm going to. Do you know who I am? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm e famous. <laughs> I have a lot of like skill tricks and gifts that make me actually kind of terrifying in the way that only a very, very rich woman with too much money can be. <laughs> weaponized her Karenhood. Yeah, exactly. Four successes. And I guess two enhancement from the guards, you said? Yep. Because uh, the guards are good. You know, they're, they're intimidating, so. Yeah, so six enhancement. Okay. Nope. Uh, oh, sorry, six successes. I, I can say words too, just like Eddie. Words are good. Anity um, continuum. That's what we're playing. <laughs> Trinima. Tr Trinima continuum. Um, <laughs> so, um, the guard, or the, the 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 janitor with the gun, um, looks like he's thinking about it. He starts to drop, starts to pull the gun away. That's about as far as he's getting get. So it looks like he's following your orders. Makno, do you want to just let this play out, or do you want? To uh, no, I'm 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 also I'm I'm actually going to be interacting with our forces more directly. I'm basically. Uh, I'm going to be making a command roll as well to basically coordinate them to surround and contain the situation so that they are completely surrounded by men with guns. Like in like a triangular? Yeah, like I'm like basically triangulating our forces to just box okay. this situation in. Like here in the front, two guards yeah. over here? Yeah, that mm -hmm. makes sense. Okay. Uh, and um, I'd also like to activate my own skill trick, Tactical Mastery, which gives us all target number seven for uh, dealing with this situation. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I guess I'll make a command roll with my dudes. Uh, no, I would say it happens. I mean, okay, there, awesome. there, there, there's no reason for them not to follow your orders. Yeah, and I'll just basically like say, you're out, you're out, you're out, gone, fascies. I like how anyone you don't like is just automatically a fascist. I'm like, no, these are AI guys. They're <laughs> they totally work for the fascist states of sorry, Federated States of America. Um, we cut back to the bathroom. Um, uh, the janitor who was monologuing and shocked um, is now trying to get up. Um, he is going to try to grab Beniti's leg and yank him down to his level. Okay. Everyone's uh, so always trying to break me down. Go ahead and roll defense while I roll my yep, combat gotcha. pool. All right. Uh, oh, good. Oh, oh Lord. no. Oh, no. <laughs> I like how we are both saying, oh, no. <laughs> Okay, well, how many no, successes no. did you get? Uh, I got none. My defense is two because my my braces are active. Right, my braces are active, so I'm actually quote unquote a moving target right now. Well, then, well, I mean, did then your defense? 
defense thing only adds to it, so it's, it's still two. Yeah, which is bigger than my one success. Um, so um, he goes to grab, and, and your um, leg, you know, you're fast enough to kind of pull out of his grip. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's able to actually get back up, but you do see that there's a pool of blood um, coming from his mouth and onto yeah. the floor. Uh, you want to stop, or this will get this will become permanent. He's not appeared to be stopping. Okay. Well. Unless you want to roll to try to convince him to stop. Uh, let's see. I'm not the social guy, so um, yeah. I'll actually no. Yeah, I'll just punch him. Kick him. Kick him with rubber legs. Kick him with cyber legs. They're energy legs. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, so this is not going to have the bonuses from last time, but it will have some. Some amount of bonus. Yeah, and I botch. <laughs> you have uh, two momentum left, unless you want to uh, take the botch and get some momentum back. I will take the botch because it's more interesting that I'm like, ha I got a like a he like snuck up, shocked him, and now he's like, oh, now it's a one on one fight, an actual fight, and he's like, huh. So I'm going to say that um, you're like. A little freaked out by this guy, and so he tries to get back, and you actually slip on the pool of blood oh, no. and fall backwards oh, no. through the okay. door. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Go for like a front kick and just slip and just ah. right. It's like I'm okay. <laughs> um, Hamish. All right. Well, that's about enough of that, and I'll just pull my pistol and shoot him. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you um, plus one enhancement because you are so close to this guy and his backs to you. <laughs> that's about a well you're about to hurt my little buddy so i can't i can't be having that <laughs> actually let me put this way are you, are you planning to kill this character no i'm actually going to activate the shoot to injure uh skill okay. trick to take him out uh, okay. without hurt without killing him then yes i'll, uh, I'll just give it to you but if you're actually trying to something special then you should roll for it as long as i hit him i just take him out right and i oh boy do i hit him oh jeez. All right, let me roll, re -roll the two dice that weren't successes. Then he explodes. Yeah, so I got <laughs> 10 successes to, sh to, to, to just take this man out. How, what would you like to do? <laughs> the floor uh, is yours. Sure. Uh, so because he's <laughs> – it's, it's actually very, uh, it's very efficient. He walks up behind him, pistol whips him. And as his, uh, his, he goes a bit dead weight, he just holds him by the neck, shoots him in the back of the leg, and then drops him to the ground and butts him one more time. <laughs> okay. Love it. Um, and he's just completely unconscious. Uh, we right, go we should probably go help our friends. <laughs> we go back to... Um I, I offer you a hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Covered okay. <laughs> um. The, uh, the Patrick chest. Uh, Jaden um, actually uh, grabs the gun. Arm, you know, gun that's being put down. Dixie, you've disappeared. <laughs> I know, it was funny to me. The floating head. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, pulls, actually grabs the gun out of his hand um, and puts it to, uh, and, and starts to actually shoot one of the guards that were holding him. them. Uh, I'll just roll that. I don't know. Wait, we have no, we have no chance to stop him. He's just going to shoot him. Well, this is his action. 
Okay. No, um, can I get, they're so close together. So basically, also, James they're, kind of they're, doing this. They're actually, but yeah. yeah, sorry. Basically, okay. they're the gun's like going down like this. James just grabs it and kind of just pushes back and like holds on the trigger. So it's mm-hmm. not much to, to interact. Um, but nothing really happens. Basically, uh, the gun goes off, but um, it's such an odd angle that it actually shoots over um, the the janitor's head. Um, so there's like a, a scar on the ear, uh, bleeding from the ear, but otherwise nothing much. Uh, the janitor in question was like, oh, this is not going well. Um, so uh, um, drops the gun and puts uh, his hands behind his head. Um, the other janitor does the same. Okay. Um, Magno, um, you notice that both janitors are biting down really hard for some reason. Uh, I am going to go for one of them and just like shove my fingers in, this, in their mouth. Okay, um, we're going to make an opposed uh, close combat and uh, might check. Okay. Oof. Uh, Not great you get me. sevens, I have eights on difficulty. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, sorry, yeah, two successes. Okay, that beats my one. Okay, so yeah. Um, so you get your uh, finger in, and you do find there's a loose a loose tooth that um, has been sliding down uh, his throat, so you manage to pull it back out. I'm like, no, 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 consequences, consequences for authoritarianism. Um, but uh, the, uh, and one of the other Aeon guards tries to um, mirror your actions, but they're just not nearly as fast as you are. Um, and so um, bloody foam pours out of the other janitor's mouth, and the one that was holding the gun falls over. Yeah, I'll look to the guards, like, get their weapons. Uh, do we have restraints? Yes, I do. Um, and so you have uh, one janitor. Uh, the uh, uh, guy and Hamish uh, leave the um, bathroom to come to the scene. Uh, as you see, basically, the mop-up happening. Uh, there's one corpse uh, that's being dragged out. Uh, one uh, janitor has been arrested. Um and uh, the camera cuts back to the bathroom uh, where we see that the guard is laying, or the, sorry, the uh, janitor is laying down. Um, there's also bloody foam starting to come from his mouth as well. Yeah. And that's the end of the chapter. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. Absolute control. Wow. Uh, that's uh, dark, but uh, we'll see where this goes in episode eight. So thank you everyone for being here. See you later. See I was you later. not in control of that situation. <laughs> <laughs> we are definitely not in control. Anyways, <laughs> bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.